Oh, it's too hot. Oh, it's so hot. Hello, big chop. How you doing? Good, man. I've been into the beers, so I'm good. It's fucking Saturday somewhere. It's probably not. <laughs> it's probably you know. not. My body's too broken to get into the beers right now. Hey, look. Someone's got to do it. I'll take that hit for the time. You'll do the hit. What a start to the fucking <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Hello there and welcome to it. The King's Keg, episode 3, recorded October 24th, 2023. I'm Maz, the D&D Minority Report. And with me, as always, <laughs> Precog and Soothsayer of Nerd Lore, it's Spad. Hello everyone, thank you for joining us. I know some things and uh, thanks to this podcast I'm learning all the things. How are you today, man? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean you're learning all the things? You, you're the one... Teaching me all Well, uh, you know, uh, look, I have to polish it up because, you know, it's a law thing with nerd law. So I'm going to say something and a little uh. a little chancy out there is going to be like, oh, you haven't pronounced this right. Well, that's not quite the right year. And then they'll be like, oh, yeah, it's good. Yes. And I'll be like, party, party, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It'll just be like a whole fucking oh, thing. Yeah, I can't wait so, for us to pop off in the Sweden subreddit for the <laughs> <laughs> whatever this is or whatever you were doing <laughs> sorry as, german uh, slash european listeners yeah. eurovision for dnd yeah for those who don't speak eurovision we're going to do uh, a bit of law lecture spud's going to describe a person place thing or event and i'm just going to take notes and soak all the knowledge then he's going to describe a monster from the uh, classic dnd monster manual i'm going to draw that with no knowledge of what <laughs> it should look like and we'll end the show with a beautiful little one-shot scene um, yeah. to wrap us out with, hopefully, me employing everything I've just learnt or have learnt up to this date. A bit of cheeky roleplay. Welcome to oh. Episade 3. Oh, would you have any idea what I'm going to talk to you about Lord Wise today? Yeah, yeah, I reckon it's probably, it relates to Dungeons and Dragons in some way, shape or form, I reckon. Fucking hell. That's why they call you Giga Chatter Mazza. <laughs> Today, Maz, we are talking about something called the Spell Plague. Oh, no. Have you ever heard of the Spell Plague before? I have not, <laughs> but it doesn't sound fun. Plagues, it's... generally speaking, no. throughout history have been bad times for the people. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Holy fuck. Where to start? So, okay. From the beginning. So, the Spell's Plague was also known as the Blue Breath of Change. And it occurred in 1385 DR. And it lasted for about 10 years, this fucking Spell Plague, right? This 10 years was also referred to as the Wailing Years. And it was a time where magic went wild throughout the realms. Not just the Prime Material Plane, which we mainly talk about. All the other fucking realms like the uh, Elemental Plane of Fire, you know, Limbo. A lot of shit happened. Now, is this kind of like... Is, what I'm, is it like people were discovering spells and just not understanding how they were used uh, or were, were these people going around doing a bit of genocide because they, they, they considered themselves better than everyone else? Was this a religious situation? All of the above? Spud, tell um, me more and tell me faster. No, <laughs> I can, I can. Well, the spell plague was actually caused by the assassination of the goddess of magic, Mistra. Oh, no. Or Mistral. She's also been known as the God of Magic was assassinated by 
Shah, the goddess of the night, and Sirik, the god of murder. So Shah was like, I've got this fucking plan. And Sirik's like, I love killing things. Um, um, mate, so they, mate, one, one thing you should be careful of, if ever a god of murder and a god of night get together to have a little scheme, I think you could assume it's going to be bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. When they're sitting down for a martini, you know shit's going to go wrong, right? Yeah. Basically, you know, they made up this plot and they offed poor old Mistra, right? So, Mistra is in control of all magic. Now, there's a thing called the weave in D&D, which is basically magic itself, the essence of magic. So, you kill the goddess of magic. What do you think happens when you kill the goddess of magic, Matt? Magic no longer has any kind of um, checks and balances in place. I imagine it's like a free-for-all. Oh, mate, it fucks with everything. So, of course, there's a lot of people that use magic. There's also a lot of creatures that use magic. And there's a lot of things in the realms that are controlled by magic. So, things went apeshit. Now, Shah wanted to knock Mistra off and kill her because Shah has her own kind of weave called the Shadow Weave, right? Which is like a weird thing. And she thought, you know what? I'll kill this bitch. And I'll take her weave as well. <laughs> Bitches snatching weave. Yeah, bitches snatching weave like you won't believe. You know, I'm going to put this right next to mine on the shelf. So Shah very, very quickly realized that, okay, not only am I going to uh, not be able to take the normal weave, but I done fucked up the shadow weave. And the shadow weave freaked the fuck out as well. I'll give you a few little examples of what happened with the effects on magic. So there's a lot of spells... In D&D, that wizards and uh, sorcerers and bards and warlocks and all the fucking magic classes cast, right? They all stopped working or did different things. Are you aware of any spells in D&D, Maz? Oh, magic missile? Yes, I was hoping you'd say that. So, say say you're uh, an apprentice like you are, Maz, very much in mm. the D&D world. And you're like, Spud, we're being attacked by fucking kobolds, the pricks. I cast pricks. magic missile. And then all of a sudden, you turn into a goat. <laughs> oh, because... so suddenly all of the yeah, all of the spells are misfiring or doing different things. How do you oh even... yeah, particular spells would replace themselves. Time in some places went all fucked and would either go back in time or forward in time. Oh the climates would change, um, and a whole bunch of shit happened. Particular parts of the realms, like. Chunks of Earth themselves would, and I'll, I'll throw you a picture here, would fly up into the sky and they would become something called Earth nodes. So oh, they yeah. just detach from the fucking ground and kick off. Nice. Bit Final Fantasy. Yeah, very, very Final Fantasy. On the Prime Material Plane, when it all went down, the, the kind of thing that was um, happening that was visible everywhere, there'd be these blue curtains of, like, fire and lightning just erupting. Oh, my God. Everywhere. Like Voldemort it's... and Harry Potter are having a battle somewhere and uh, everyone just has to deal yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was like, a hectic-as-timed. And, you know, like, a lot of things happened, so a lot of areas became what they called plague-touched. It's almost like a curtain of this blue fire just heading over everything, and it did... All kinds of shit. Like, it changed gravity. Like, oceans emptied into themselves. All sorts of stuff happened. And in this time as well, it affected a lot of people. There were creatures and various races that became something called spell-scarred. When they became in contact with heavily plague-touched areas, all kinds of weird shit would warp on their body. Oh, well... 
Yeah, it's like, Matt Damon! Like, right there. It's all fucking happening, isn't it? It's not a great look. So, so there was Spell Scarred and Plague Touched. I mean, if you were going to pick one of those boys, you'd, you'd want to be the, this guy. Is he is he scarred or touched? The scars themselves, not so bad, because a lot of people got just random magical powers hmm. from from the scars, but the, the touched, the Plague Touched, while he looks cool, Evil. Yeah, kind of <laughs> lost your mind. You yeah. know, they've lost their shit, right? Not only did all this shit happen, but magical items stopped working and shit as well. And like a lot of civilization is built on magical bits and p- pieces. And even some completely magical-based monsters lost their magical abilities. Oh. You know, you can imagine this shit over 10 years. It even went so far as... The gods, some of the gods were even affected, Maz. Oh my goodness. Savarus was a god of wizards, divination, and fate, and he just fucking died. He just ceased to exist. Well, imagine that. Yeah. A, a notable thing which I will mention here is that the god Azuth, who is the god of arcane magic, he had actually had his magic stolen, like his godhood, his portfolio, they call it, by Asmodeus, who is the leader of hell, basically. Oh. <laughs> the devil. He's just like, oh, I'll have that, thanks. Yeah, yeah, he, he managed to steal it and became a god himself, which right. is bad fucking juju. How, uh, what, what's Shah and Sirik thinking after all this is going down for 10 years? Are they like, oh, maybe we, maybe we made a bit of an error there. That might have not been a wise thing. Did anything happen to them and their powers or their... Uh, situation after... Yeah, I would say that Shah was like, I done fucked up, because, you know, her shadow weave just went mental as well. Some continents, whole continents split, and some even disappeared. Far out. So 10 years of this nonsense. Yeah. What what made it all sort of reset, or had it never been the same since with just adapted? That That's a good question, man. So what actually happened after the 10 years, Mistra was reborn. Well, that's fortunate. <laughs> yeah. So when Mistra comes back, she's reborn, obviously. Mm-hmm. Is that a question of like a huge ball of light appears and she's like, hello, all right, let me just snap my fingers, sort all that back out? Or is it a, a series of events where this bitch is walking around going, oh, no, I'm the reincarnated, I'm the reborn Mistra. I'll, I'll sort this out. And I was like, shut up. Do you know what I mean? Like, usually with the religious types, it's like, yeah, I'm the second coming of Christ. They're like, shut up, mate. We're not interested in your (laughs) bullshit right now, you cultist. Or is it a bit different in D&D where the god just sort of comes out of the skies and goes, oh, look what you've done. Waves her finger, fixes it all up. Probably a bit of everything, depending on who you were. Like, if you were like a super powerful, a lot of super powerful magic users were driven insane or just thermal detonated um, <laughs> during <laughs> during that time. Yeah. But, um, you know, some of them would be praying and then all of a sudden their magic would slowly start coming back. Others swore they saw Mistra and she was like, I have returned my child. Fucking let's go. <laughs> time to pull a dove out of a hat. Do you think it, during this time there was a lot of magic users who like were told, oh, Mistress back, everything's sweet now. You can you can cast your spells and everything will be fine, who were a bit nervous to pop off a, a magic missile through just in case it turned them into some kind of goat. <laughs> oh, 100%. 100%. Like, I, I mean, can 10 no year, doubt. 10 years of that, you'd, you'd, be, yeah. uh, you'd be pretty 
traumatized. Oh fuck yeah, yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure it took a lot of like priests um, of of Mistra <laughs> and, <laughs> and that going. Look, believe me, she's back. And you know, little Timmy the apprentice is like, I'm sorry, but I don't fucking believe you. <laughs> I'm not casting prestigitation and blowing my dick off just because you said so, old man. Like I'm sure little Timmy the apprentice wizard was like, Happy, you go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh my god. So the spell plague, lots of blown off dicks. Uh, not a good time. A lot of a lot of clams not being out of jam. Like a lot of stuff. <laughs> that was the spell plague in a nutshell. Let's take a break and uh, plug that Patreon where they can get bigger uncut conversations. <laughs> oh, hello there. I can already hear you saying, this bloody spell plague, what? But I have so many questions. That's how you sound. Well, I did too, and I asked them, and Spud answered them. So if more juice is what the doctor ordered, you can fulfill your prescription over at patreon.com slash thekingskeg. Deluxe and ad-free, you'll get a heap more show. And if that's not enough, why not upsize that meal to a large? The double analogy! Our ultimate edition is a watch-along kind of vibe with a casual commentary, banter and side chats. Not to mention I ask for even more detail on some specifics that were just too fat to fit into our normal or deluxe versions. There are other perks and surprises waiting for you too, although at the time of recording this, we aren't entirely sure what they are. So head on over and explore for yourself to see what catches your fancy. Visit us at patreon.com slash thekingskeg for deluxe, ad-free, and ultimate editions of your new favourite show. Thanks in Game Boy Advance, and now, back to the show. Hello there. Jesus Christ, it's time for Mazza's Monster Manual. Spud's going to describe a monster. I'm going to draw it. It's going to replace the official art that's in the Monster <laughs> Manual now. That's a fact. God, I fucking hope so. Let me tell you. Today, we are talking about a monster called a Zvart. The Zvart. S-V. I mean, Z-V. No, no. V. XV ART. Oh, okay. So they have blue skin, vivid orange eyes, and a receding hairline that occasionally leads into a mullet. Oh. There is no more of Australia (laughs) monster than this. They stand about three feet tall. They are humanoid in appearance, apart from the large, (laughs) disproportionate head. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just going to draw myself. Pitcher Hoggle from oh, Labyrinth. Yeah. Okay. That's your boy. Now, the thing about Zvarts is, Maz, even though there is a lot of them, they almost look identical. Almost. Now, not one is exactly the same. They wear basic kind of stuff like suspenders or various boring garments. They, you know, They're not exactly you know fashion staples. But they are miserable little shit lords, and the only thing that they like doing is collecting valuables, Matt. It is Hoggle. What are you talking about? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, exactly. But they like collecting valuables, Matt. Hmm. But the weirder the valuable, the better. What I would say to the listeners and to you, Maz, is if there's a Zvart around, hide your jewel-encrusted butt plug. <laughs> or your or your or your golden nipple clamps because they like to steal weird expensive shit. 
Right. The origins of the Zvart. So, once upon a time, there was a putrid little jerk of a creature called Raxavort, right? Raxavort worked for a demon prince called Grast. Raxavort was in charge of looking after Grad's treasures. The only friends that Raxavolt really had were like rats and vermin and everything else that scuttled around this tremendous dungeon slash treasure chamber. Raxavolt did this for centuries. And when you're tending to something so specifically for a long time, Maz, what do you think happens to you when it's just you talking to rats? Oh, mate, you, you're going to think they're your best friends you're gonna maybe have one of them as your little secret spouse mm. Mm. you're gonna do un- unsavory things with your little mouse friends maybe you think you are a mouse or that you're the king of them probably more that probably more that you're some kind of emperor of rats and and what do you think like after looking after this treasure for centuries would you start to perhaps think oh it's pretty shiny i've looked after this for so long it's probably it mine now. It's yes. Raxavort slowly but surely started to see all of the treasures that belonged to Grast as his own. <laughs> Cheeky boy. Yeah, which is not a good you don't steal from a demon prince. This is bad news. So but he did. Raxavort snapped and he he fled um the that particular layer of the abyss. And stole a large amount of treasure. And one of the things he stole was an item called the Infinity Spindle. Oh. Long story short, if you have this, it basically gives you the ability to turn into a demigod. <laughs> Rexavort was like, fucking sick. I've stolen everything and now I guess I'm a demigod? <laughs> so, That's how it works. Uh, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he got this magical item. He was like, fuck yeah. So he became a demigod and... Obviously, becoming a demigod gives you phenomenal cosmic powers and itty bitty living space. space. Uh, He kind of forged his own path. Um, You know, he ended up creating his own like pocket realm um, and hiding there because, as you can imagine, stealing from a demon lord not going to end well for you. No, it's not going to end well. Yeah, exactly. Where you going to hide? You don't fuck with Grast. So he was like bounties. It's open season on this little shit lord. Everyone. Bring me his skull, bring me my treasure back, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Being a cowardly little shitlord, um, Raxavort was like, fuck, all right? I was safe in my own little pocket plane that I've created for a while, but that's not enough. So do you know what I need to do? I need to create thousands upon thousands of duplicates of myself. Oh, well, oh my God. And does this shard let him do that? So what did he do, Matt? He created almost... Perfect replicas of himself, which then became the Zvarts. Right. You know, this this infinity spindle, part of the magic of it was he could do all this shit. Raxavort, to this day, is still hiding out. He's still a shit-scared little fucking mullet-wearing chop of a creature. But he created the race known as the Zvarts to kind of cover his tracks. And there's still assassins and stuff trying to, like, find him and get the treasure back. But it's been thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Mm. So Graz is kind of getting over it as much as a demon prince of the abyss can. But that's how the Zvart came into existence, through this little creature called Raxavort. How funny. Little shitlord. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, round three 
of Maz being a fucking chop. This is going to be amazing. I can feel it. Oh, mate. Look. Yeah, I said it now. I've done said it. Here is the brand new entry into the Maz's Monster Manual. There's that. That's pretty fucking sweet, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know how... You are such a Chad at doing this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, what the fuck? I learned how to color in this time, which is cool. And I, oh, I'm, there's color in everything. I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know how to feel. I need to clean him up so bad. But this is the boy. I mean, it's pretty spot on. Let's be real. It's pretty fucking good. <laughs> you might have sent me down the garden path by mentioning Hoggle from from Labyrinth. To be fair, um, that might have been a big hot tip. Oh, look at that. Yeah, that's not bad, is it? That's pretty good. So, oh, now that's really sinister. That's a sinister boy. Yeah, yes, the burning eyes. And this is the main Zvart art. That Zvart art. Zvart. Zvart art. Party, party, yeah. We're going back there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is yes. the main. Yeah, yes. look at them. Aren't, look at them fucking big-headed, thick-necked, chatty boys. Wow. Yeah. They almost look like uh, if the Zora from um, uh, Zelda games were fucked. (laughs) Yeah. I look at them and I think, oh, fucking paint your house, but I'll steal the ladder. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, look at them. Is that a gem or a butt plug? (laughs) Well, it started off off as a butt plug, uh, but I couldn't quite remember how they look. Uh, Contrary to popular belief about (laughs) my experience with butt plugs. (laughs) (laughs) So it just became a, a shiny gem. Well, they're great. I like them. Yeah, I love them. I love them. I'm a, I'm a big fan. I thought the story was very interesting. So, <laughs> Well, we'll be right back after this break. Yeah. Are you tired of juggling papers and books and having to make a performance check every time you want to run a game? Well, I've got an alternative for you. Today, we're going to talk about a game-changing piece of software, Obsidian. Obsidian is free, and it's practically the TTRPG sidekick you never knew you needed. I want to give a shout out to our buddies at ObsidianTTRPGTutorials.com for turning us onto this awesome piece of software. Obsidian isn't just a tool. It's your backstage pass to crafting unforgettable campaigns that you can share with your players and friends. Go ahead and store characters, plots, and any wild ideas in one magical vault. This bad boy's got pinnable maps, dice rollers, random generators, stat blocks, and initiative tracking. It's time to kick those heavy rule books and notebooks through a portal to the abyss where they belong. Obsidian is in town and ready to use. Obsidian is available on iOS, Android, Windows, Mac, and Linux. Or Linux. So level up your D&D game. Go grab Obsidian today. It's free, everyone. And it's not just a tool. It's your backstage pass to legendary campaigns. To get started with Obsidian, head over to obsidianttrpgtutorials.com. Thank you for listening, and now back to the show. Oh, Bunta sticks. It's time <laughs> for my favourite bit. Bit of rolling the dice, bit of RP, bit of action, bit of business. All of the things Maz said are about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you ready, Maz? I am. Let's go. Shoot. Hang on. Let, let's just roll a, let's roll a D20 to find out. Oh, 19. Couldn't, I could get only slightly more ready than that. Ooh, I better send you a character sheet, hadn't I? Yeah. A little floppy <laughs> droppy. All right, here we go. I'm going to send I'm you a sheet, Mans. Bristling with char- anticipation. For your character today. Mate, I'm a fucking Zvart. Oh, your name is well. Thurf. <laughs> Thurf. 
The little blue prick, let's do it. Alrighty. You sit quietly on the dock with your flimsy fishing pole held out in front of you. Your blue crusty feet dangle down in front of you. As you gaze into the murky water, life sucks. It's just another <laughs> terrible day in a line of terrible days. You haven't stolen anything good for ages. Oh, today sucks. Every, all of my characters sound the same. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> That's alright, they're allowed to. <laughs> Today fucking sucks. Look at this shit. Look at this shit rod. I haven't stolen anything interesting in a long time. It's been ages since I found that little shiny butt plug. <laughs> I'm going to throw the rod into the water. <laughs> Had enough. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> as you, as you, <laughs> you're about to throw the rod, you throw it. And it almost sticks to you. And you realise that you, like, on this particular rod, you've got, like, this leather strap that you fix to the bottom of it because um, you keep you keep fucking losing rods. And yet- <laughs> oh, that's right. I remember I keep throwing these rods out. And yeah. Then I have to go find another fucking rod. So that's why I've... Yeah, that's right. I remember now. All right, I'll, ca- I'll hang on to this yeah. rod. Just as you're, like, batting at your rod and, like, working out how you've got it attached to you and you're like, oh, fuck this fucking thing. I'll throw another one away. You get a bite. Oh, oh, it's happening. At least you think it's a bite. You don't know oh, if you've it, ever had a bite before. Is it, hap- is it happening? <laughs> <laughs> Make a dexterity check. Ooh. Yes, your dex is about the one good thing about you. <laughs> Ooh, shit. Seven. <laughs> Not today. Alrighty. So, you pull the rod up. Oh, yank. Give it a good yank. You pull it so quickly that you just fall over backwards and you're like laying on your back with like the rod across you. Fuck! Could this day get any worse? As you sit there contemplating for a few seconds, you realise you haven't hooked this fish. No, oh, I haven't. I haven't got it. I haven't caught it at all. I'm just going to lie there. My head's just going to hit mm. the deck. My arms flapped down beside me. Oh, what is life? As life is um, rocketing out of your mouth. I think the butt plug has slipped all the way in as well. This is just oh, it's the worst. Well, you can feel the butt plug slipping out. This is not in, this is not in my writing. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> now, as the butt plug is slipping out and you are giving up on life as a Zvart, as you know it, there is a sudden tug on the line. Not only do you have a bite, you are ripped off of the dock and into the water. Oh! Make a dexterity saving throw. 14. That is not bad at all. You are pulled into this murky, disgusting looking water, and you are basically water skiing across this water, holding on for dear life. There are fireflies whipping past you as you seem to be picking up speed. You have hooked something and it is pulling you along. And if this is actually fishing and how it works, you're probably thinking it can fuck itself at this point. (laughs) What do you do? How about we uh, try to gain composure on the water, squat into the speed against the water and try to get some balance and maintain some balance and ride this out. 
You are freaking out a little bit. You gain your composure. You're just being pulled across this murky, fetid, disgusting fucking lake. And with a little bit of effort, because you're actually quite... The only thing you can do is be dexterous, because you've learned to run away, which mm. takes a lot of dexterity. You manage to get yourself into a huddling position. Nice. But as you do, you hear a plomp and a sloosh as you fire your butt plug out <laughs> in a direction. <laughs> <laughs> you continue holding on and you are getting pulled further and further and further in. As your warding is skiing across this lake of fetid putricity, there are various logs and bits and pieces you've been managing to kind of move aside with your dexterity. Now, I need you to make one more dexterity saving throw for me. Oh, God, here we go. Let's go. Oh my god, five. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. You, you, oh, shit. I mean, perfect. Well done. <laughs> now, Firth, you see coming up, there is a big, big fucking... Lo- it's not a log. It's like a, a tree branch. Like a tree... Part of a tree's fallen over in the water and some, <laughs> some of the branches are sticking out. You attempt to jump. You're like, I've got this. You jump... And you go tits up. You hit your shin and you start tumbling and tumbling and tumbling across the water. It's like skipping a rock, but yeah. skipping as vart. <laughs> now, as you do, you feel like you you lose consciousness for a while. When you wake up, you, you are bare-assed. You've lost your trousers, kind of laying half in and out of like this... It looks like a tree's fallen down and you know how in like a base of a tree where the tree roots are, there's like this hole and you've kind of wedged yourself in there. You look to your left and in the ground um, where the base of this tree is, there's an opening. Like it opens up into like a cave or something that the river flows into. Oh, what have we got here then? Where are my pants? Oh, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, body confident It's fine Standing there <laughs> Matilda style With my cheeks out <laughs> Well I'm here Today couldn't get any more Fucked I might just Potter on down Into this cave Now you You kind of have to Like submerge yourself A little bit And flip over And you kind of like Doggy paddle Slash like Eh through in the end you have to pop your head under the water and when you come up these large orange bulbous eyes of yours stick up as you come up from the water like a special forces operator and you look into this little cavern and it appears to be illuminated with this fungus and these mushrooms that are like glowing in various like magical colors and everything but what you notice straight away you being new furf over on a shelf you see the glittering of magical trinkets Oh, snap. I'll scurry on over, pantsless and proud, and uh, begin, like, darting my head back and forth, left and right, up and down, scanning the pile of trinkets for something that might catch my eye. There is quite a lot of treasure in here. For the first time in a long time, your day isn't completely and utterly shit. (laughs) But the thing that you notice most that is sticking out... There appears to be this ivory sculpture of, like, a boar or a pig. How interesting and unique and not at all boring. I'll snatch it up (laughs) and I'll, like, hold it to my chest really close and then look around Mm. the opening and see no one saw that. 
This was mine the whole time. You're kind of fondling it with your big gangly blue gross many knuckled fingers. And you flip it over and on its belly, written in abyssal, is a name. I can read that and I'll do so now. So you have a look at it and it says Porky. Porky! I'm going to search search around for a sharp thing to see if I can scratch that off and write Firth instead. <laughs> and as you're looking around for something to scratch it off, you probably grab like one of the coins and you're like mm. trying to scratch it off. The, the This fucking thing in your hand, this work of art, starts to get bigger oh. and bigger oh. and bigger. And it starts to transform into a ginormous hellfire peak. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I, I drop it mid-growth and then start guttering away. Make a dexterity check for me. <laughs> Seven again. What is going on, Fancy? <laughs> Welcome to D&D, my friend. <laughs> Sometimes the gods are not on your side. So, Firth, you take about two clumsy steps before you are sat upon slash flopped upon by this hell peak. It is as black as obsidian with fire that licks the sides of its chops. It's got these big, like tusks that almost glow within the cave it looks down at you and it licks your face and it says to you you fucking right cunt and we'll leave it there oh, oh. <laughs> Turf and Porky their adventures begin <laughs> that's a book I'd read that's a not gonna I'd lie read. getting to meet Firth the Zvart yep uh, and what have we, we learned about the spell plague spud oh mate just a Freaking nightmare of a time. Oh, yeah. Um, the wailing oh, yeah. years, 10 of them, 10 whole years, waiting for Mistra to be reborn and put yep. everything right. Really interested to see what Shire and Sirik have got to say for themselves after that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yep, some shit went down. Thank you, my lord of the law. It's my pleasure. This is the best fun. And look, everyone out there, if you learned something from this, fuck yeah. If you didn't and you just had a good time, fuck yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Check us out on all the things we're on. Uh, we're, we're there. You might find more yes. stuff you enjoy. Uh, but until next time, Spuddy, I'll see you later. I'll see you later too. Bye, everyone. Happy birthday. You know who you are. And raise a tankard at the King's Keg. Oh, yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for watching once again or for the first time. If you want more... There are deluxe and ultimate editions of the show over on our Patreon at patreon.com slash thekingskeg. Until next time, I'll see you later.